ಎಸ್ ಎಸ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೀನ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಫೈವ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ನೈನ್ತ್ ಬುಕ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲೀಷ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಓವರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ನೈನ್ತ್ ಬುಕ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ನಾವು ವಿ ಬಿಗಿನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಬಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ವಿಚ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಟು ಜಡ್ಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಶಲ್ ಬಿ ದಿ ಥಾಟ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹೂ ಜಡ್ಜಸ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಂಡಮೆಂಟಲ್ ಟು ಆ್ಯನ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಡಿರೈವ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ವಿ ಪರ್ಸೀವ್ ಕನ್ಸೀವ್ ಆರ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನ್ ಇಟ್ would be our universe if we confined ourselves to the senses as our standard and the study of life sensation and mental phenomena would be mostly limited to the inferred phenomena bearing that name besides excluding the conceiving mind as well as its owner whoever it be and if a person were to include himself together with his own mental phenomena also in this whole his method of inquiry would have to rely upon reason based upon a study of his own mind also this would of course be fairer for any philosophy that deserves the name ought to find out a concept based upon an assessment and consideration of the worth of all the phases of life but even then he would be reckoning without the host what is the real nature of the philosopher and with which standard has he to measure or weigh this whole before coming to a final conclusion that is the crux that we are faced with here when we take the little i uh, little i that each one of us is aware of within one's self the infinite number of such individual selves that we deal with or infer present a challenging enigma neither to be dismissed as mere appearances like unto those of a dream nor to be accepted as convincingly real entities like our own self of which we are so proud this limited self in us moreover cannot be directly observed and studied like the perceptible phenomena nor immediately felt like the psychic phenomena such as our emotions or ideas all the same our intellect is able to reason about this to arrive at the conclusion that would help us to infer the character of other minds and their owners this conscious individual subject as opposed to the knowable objects is what has been called the ego in metaphysics but atman or the real i in us is quite distinct from the ego according to the upanishads shankara writes thus in his sutra bhashya concerning this distinction ನಾನು ಆತ್ಮ ಅಹಂ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯ ವಿಷಯತ್ವಾತ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ವೇವ ವಿಜ್ಞಾತ ಇತ್ಯನುಪನ್ನ ನ ತತ್ಸಾಕ್ಷಿತ್ವೇನ ಪ್ರತ್ಯುಕ್ತವಾತ್ ನ ಹಿ ಅಹಂ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯ ವಿಷಯ ಕರ್ತೃವ್ಯತಿರೇಕೇಣ ತತ್ಸಾಕ್ಷೀ ಸರ್ವಭೂತಸ್ಥ ಸಮಹ ಏಕ ಕೂಟಸ್ಥ ಅನಿತ್ಯ ಕೂಟಸ್ಥ ನಿತ್ಯ ಪುರುಷ ವಿಧಿಕಾಂಡೇ ತರ್ಕಸಮಯೇವಾಕೇನಚಿದಧಿಗತ ಸರ್ವಸ್ಯ ಆತ್ಮ ಅತಃ ಸಹ ನ ಕೇನಚಿತ್ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾತು ಶಕ್ಯ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಕಾನ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ರೈಟ್ಲಿ ಕ್ಲೇಮ್ಡ್ ಟು ವಿ ನೋನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಕ್ಲೂಸಿವ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ರಿಪ್ಲೈ ನಾಟ್ ಸೋ ಫಾರ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ರೆಫ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ವ್ಯೂ ಬೈ ಪಾಯಿಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಟ
to explain as other than the agent of actions who is the object of the i concept the witness thereof who is in all beings one and the same changelessly eternal purusha the self of everyone has never been ascertained by anyone through the portion of the vedas dealing with injunctions of religious works or through the shastras of speculators hence he cannot be denied by anybody shankara is here referring to the well known text from the shvetashvatara upanishad eko devas sarva bhuteshu gudah sarva vyapi sarva bhutantaratma karma adhyaksha sarva bhutadhivasah sakshi cheta kevalo nirgunascha there is one deva the self shining entity hid in all creatures all pervading the inmost self of all beings the superintendent of all actions residing in all beings the witness the conscious principle non-dual and attributeless here is the unique teaching of the upanishads that ishvara or divinity is the witnessing self of each and every being and therefore in no need of any proof for his existence atman directly intuits himself by himself and is his own proof not only this being the very essence of intuition it is through his light of consciousness alone that men and other creatures go through every transaction of their life atmaneva ayam jyotishaste palyajate karma kurute vipalye vipalyeti iti bhadarani kopanishad it is with the help of the light of atman alone that he this man sits moves about does actions and returns intuition then is the ultimate standard by which we have to judge there is nothing beyond it and there is nothing which does not come within its purview the perceiver perception and the percepts the conceiver conception and the concepts the feeler feeling and the objects felt the subject willing the act of willing and the acts willed the experiencer experience and the objects experienced all these are comprehended within its embrace we have to see in the sequel how this grand truth is taught here by the upanishads for the benefit of those who are not able to understand it as soon as it is mentioned now the method there are two ways of looking at the universe one is from the standpoint of the senses the mind and the intellect this is the partial view of the common man and is known as the loka drishti the view of common sense or vyavaharika drishti the practical view of human procedure this view is also called the empirical view because mostly it relies on observation and experiment though useful for practical purposes it restricts itself as we have already seen only to a part of the universe the other view is known as the shastra drishti the view point of the vedanta shastra or the upanishads or paramartha drishti really real because it covers the whole reality the upanishads employ both these views when they attempt to enlighten the seekers of truth the view chosen depending on the level of the intellect of the particular seeker and as these compositions are not systematical treatises containing logically arranged reasoned thoughts but only records of the effusions of the rishis to express their various spiritual experiences just as they occur and came up to their minds it is often difficult for the beginner to decide which point of view they are adopting on a particular occasion besides the reality besides the reality taught by the upanishads being unobjectifiable 
by word or thought words used in common parlance or in the other systems which do not recognize the distinction of the two viewpoints referred to above are used in special senses to suggest certain ideas peculiar to vedanta exclusively and therefore it becomes very necessary to determine the meaning of such words as used in the upanishads moreover the language and style of the upanishads has to be studied before we determine the nature of their teaching universal truths are often couched in the form of narratives in order to contrast them with the empirical notions instead of logical propositions and sustained arguments dialogues debates and discussions are frequently utilized for the purpose of leading the enquirer to the deeper truths which have to be verified or to be gradually arrived at by reasoning based on particular partial intuitions mnemonic formulae symbols and fanciful derivations are freely used which the unwary reader is likely to pass over lightly or misinterpret unless his attention is drawn to it by a teacher the most important technique employed here is necessitated by the nature of brahman which is strictly absolute that is unrestricted by and unrelated to anything else this is not because its nature is such that nothing else can contact it but because it is the all and there is absolutely nothing else beside it which can restrict qualify or modify it or can be related to it or even compared or contrasted with it it is निष्कलम निष्क्रिय शांत निरवध्यम निरंजनम श्वेताश्वर उपनिषद विदउट पार्ट्स विदउट एक्टिविटी और चेंज अनडिस्टर्ब्ड फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल डिफेक्ट्स अनटेंटेड The absolute can neither be described by words nor conceived through thought forms. In fact, there are neither words nor things to be expressed by words, neither thoughts nor objects to be thought of beside it. The so-called empirical world of words and thoughts along with their objects does not exist apart from it. it is in fact an appearance essentially one with the absolute the upanishads do not dogmatically assert or presuppose the existence of reality and then undertake to prove it by specious arguments as some theological systems propose to do they have no postulate to defend as against any postulate of other schools of philosophy nor do they utilize any critic critic of reason to defeat and show the hollowness of all rational systems as the kathaka upanishad declares reality has to be known through intuition which is a new universal and this intuition dawns dawns or manifests itself as soon as one knowing it suggests it to the qualified seeker naishatarkedamatirapaneja proktanyenaiva sujnanaya preshtha this knowledge is neither attained nor refuted by speculative reason or debate it is easily intuited by intuited my dearest boy when taught by some someone other than a speculator nor do the upanishads rely on pramanas valid means of right knowledge for brahman as has been already seen lies beyond the sphere of the senses and the mind brahman as the self of all is self evident and is in no need of any canon of evidence in this predicament the upanishads have devised a means of teaching this absolute reality which as it is can neither be taught or caught through any empirical means this is the use of the method known by the name of adhyaropa apavada nyaya this nyaya works in two steps the first step is the use of words expressing objects to indicate reality by negating the opposite significance 
ಫಾರ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೆಂಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಸತ್ಯಂ ಜ್ಞಾನಮನಂತಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಯೋ ವೇದ ನಿಹಿತಂ ಗುಹಾಂ ಪರಮೇಭ್ಯೋವನ್ ಸೋಷ್ಣುತೆ ಸರ್ವಾನ್ ಕಾಮಾನ್ ಸಹ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ವಿಪಶ್ಚಿತೇತಿ ರೈತಿರೋಪನಿಷತ್ ಟೂ ಒನ್ ಹೂವರ್ ನೋಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆಸ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ಫಿನಿಟಿ ಆಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಕೇವ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸಪ್ಟಿಲೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಕಾಶ ಹೀ ಅಟೈನ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ ಸೈಮಲ್ಟೇನಿಯಸ್ಲಿ ಆಸ್ ದಿ ಆಲ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ the words reality consciousness and infinity suggest brahman here by negating what is unreal unconscious and finite respectively by the collocation of these words we are told that brahman is of the nature of infinite reality and consciousness and since it is the atman or the self of each one of us we can conclude that the shruti requires us to know that our real self is brahman of this nature thus while the words retain their significance they exclude all that is unreal insentient and finite and since they refer to our very self the proposition seeks to convey the idea that our finite individual self which is sometimes conscious and sometimes unconscious is not meant here but only the true atman the witnessing principle that is the self of each one of us is brahman and that the highest reality is infinity and consciousness in one the second step of the adhyadaropa apavada nyaya is to superimpose some property so the second step of the adhyarobhavada nyaya is to superimpose some properly some property deliberately on brahman and from that standpoint to negate what is more obviously seen not to pertain to it and when this negation uh, has achieved its object the original ascription is itself rescinded by assuming the thought position of another superimposition which enables us to see it through it must never be forgotten that brahman or reality according to the upanishads is not something other than what we conceive as this familiar world it is the only reality of the of this apparent world only the human mind has a natural uh, inveterate tendency to project and regard this phenomenal world alone as real and to consider it as a bundle of real and unreal things the upanishads take advantage of this tendency called avidya ignorance and taking an ap- apparently real thing for the really real for this time being discard some other thing they obviously unreal as unreal and then reject the reality of the apparently real also by assuming something else to be really real thus according to this method the apparently real becomes a means to determine the really real while all the uh, while all the method all the while uh, the method keeps in mind that brahman alone is the one absolutely real entity we may illustrate this by means of an example taken from the chandogya upanishad yatha saumyaikena mrutpindena sarvam mrutmayam vijnatam chaad vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam mrutiketyeva satyam this is just as my dear boy my, by means of one lump of clay known all that is made up of clay would become known the effect is merely a play of words and that it is all clay it is the only truth here clay being taken to be the material cause of all things made of clay is shown to be the only real substrate underlying all the effects such as a pot or pitcher which are also considered to be real on account of their causal efficiency as a matter of fact it is only clay that gets so many names owing to different sizes and uses to which these earthenware are put here apparently clay is taken to be real relatively to be uh, to the vessels but when taken to be an effect it becomes in its turn a mere play of words shankara in his commentary on the gita uh, says 
यथा घटादि संस्थान चक्षुषा निरूप्यमाण मृद्व्यतिरेकेणुपलब्धेरसत्थाथाविकारणव्यतिरेकेणुपलब्धेरसत्ता फॉर्म ऑफ एन अर्धन पार्ट बीइंग एक्सामिंड विद विद्ज नाट सीन अपार्ट फ्रॉम क्ले एंड इज देर फोर अनियल सो आलो एवरी इफेक्ट इज अनियल बिकॉज इट इज नाट नोन टू बी डिस्टिंग फ्रॉम इट्स काज Evidently, the reality assumed of clay is only relative to the effect part, etc. But relative to its own cause, clay is also unreal. This is the apavada of the reality of clay. This example from the empirical world is used in the Upanishads to draw the conclusion that the world having Brahman for its cause is unreal because it is not known to exist apart from Brahman or Atman. The causal relation between Brahman and the world, of course, is another adhyaropa, deliberate superimposition, to be abrogated later on. The truth being that Brahman alone is absolutely real. Hare Rama. So this is the sixth session. This is on Vedanta by Sri Sri Sachidananda Swami Swamiji. Seventh session. We shall see in the next uh, tomorrow. Hare Rama. लोका समस्ता सुखिनो सर्वे जना सुखिनो श्री श्री सच्चिदानंदारपितमस्तु शंकरार्पितमस्तु ओं तत्सत